Miracle Monday. We are here again today. I'm really happy to be joined by Father Patrick Schultz, priest of our diocese. He's going to share a miracle story. And this one is about, well, a broken foot. Broken foot. A broken foot. Before we get to that, I just want to say one of the reasons we are doing this podcast and this video series is because we want to glorify God. Amen. Psalm 34, in one verse it says, Magnify the Lord with me, together let us praise His name. And that's what Father Patrick and I want to do. So magnify the Lord, together let us praise His name and exalt His name. And if you're from St. Basil's and you've been to our Mary garden with the Mary statue, she's sitting on a block. And right on that block it says, Magnify the Lord with me. Which brings to mind her Magnificat. Well... We got to talk about a broken foot. Yeah. But there's one bigger issue. Yeah. I want to address first, and that is, you don't have to believe in miracles to be Catholic. That's true. There's a couple miracles you should, you should believe in. Yeah, like the incarnation. Yep. That's one. Virgin birth. Yeah. You know, there's a few of those. Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. All right. Uh, but these sort of miracle stories we're going to share. Yeah. You don't have to believe in them. If you hear a story and are like, nah, I don't know about that, <laughs> that's totally fine. Yeah. However, I want to talk about a little bit about just our disposition, all right? Because you don't have to believe in miracles, but you also don't have to believe that we are made in God's image and likeness and that we were loved into being and that God has prepared a place in heaven for us yeah. with our name on it. Yeah. You don't have to believe any of that. You could just believe like some scientific materialists that we're just a, an animated bag of meat walking around. Meat, yeah, meat bag. <laughs> but that's pretty disappointing. Yeah. And that's a little, gee, there's not much hope. There's but, certainly yeah. not transcendent hope in that. No. It's it's so thin. It's, it's just such a bleak worldview with like, I just don't know how you make sense of like where meaning would come from, yeah. you know, when you think about. Yeah, you don't ha you don't have to believe this stuff. You can just be this sort of scientific materialist. But then, like, I don't know, how do you make sense of your heart's longings? How do you make sense of relationship and love and loss? And like, I I think we we are narrative creatures. We we have this sense that we're our lives are supposed to be a story that makes sense. But like, if there's not a bigger story that my life's part of, I, like, how absurd is that? It's so bleak and. Yeah, Hopeless you, and nihilistic. You'll yeah. never find the meaning of life under a microscope. And I'm not, I'm not uh, <laughs> like insulting microscopes. Yeah. They're wonderful. We have one at home. <laughs> we were looking at fish scales the other day under a microscope. Absolutely fascinating. But yeah, it all cool. points back to the creator, yeah. to God. All right. So you don't need to believe in miracles, but boy, doesn't the world come to life? Yeah. Doesn't our faith come to life? Oh, yeah. Isn't everything in technicolor when you walk around a corner and you're like, you know, something supernatural is happening or could happen yeah. in this moment. It's not just the humdrum daily routine. Right. All right. So I want to talk about a broken foot. Yeah. Is this your broken foot? No, not my broken foot. All right. Someone yeah. else's broken foot. Yeah. Victoria D'Angelo's broken foot. Oh, of the angels. Yes. Yeah. So this was um, 20, let's think, summer of 2018. It was the first time I was the chaplain for... Um, Catholic youth summer camp down at Damascus, Centerburg, Ohio. So it's one of those... So Centerburg, Ohio, yeah. you might not have heard. It's right outside Columbus. It's northeast of it, really. So right. it's good for us Cleveland people. Yeah. They have middle school camps, high school camps, 
And boy, my daughter just went on for her first oh, time. Right, yeah. And she absolutely loved it. Amazing place, super high yeah. adventure fun, but also a real retreat where you get yeah. into the depths of his spiritual heart. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about miracles unfolding there. I mean, it's like every week they've got they've got a whole book, a glory story book of just really? the, the healings, the lives change. Yeah, it's it's pretty unbelievable. Oh. It's like walking into the Axe Apostles, this place. So it's a high adventure camp, right? So high ropes and zip lines and rock wall, all that kind of stuff. And it combines in the evening with like spiritual programming, things like that. So high adventure faith, high adventure activity, inspiring high adventure faith is kind of their thought. So it does get serious. It gets. It's not just serious. the fun stuff. No, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's so good. Anyway, so I was there for it was the last week, and uh, one of the girl counselors, her name was Victoria. She had broken her foot the previous week. Uh, or a week so or two very before. high adventure. High adventure, yeah. She, I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> she what was she doing did. something fun. Yeah, like the week I was there as a girl, she jumped off the blob, went feet first, and broke her tibia and fibula. So yeah, it's it's okay. adventure, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so Victoria, send your kids. Send your kids. Sign the waiver. It'll be great. <laughs> so the uh, so she she broke her foot a week or two before I got there, and it just was really disappointing for her. It was the last week of the the eight weeks of the summer camps. Mm. And she just couldn't do any of the activities with her girls. And she had an awesome group of girls that she was counseling that week. And her foot was in one of those orthopedic boot things. And, um, I mean, it was, there was broken, there was a broken, whatever those bones in your foot are, metacarsals, tarpals, whatever, you know, Yes. all the doctors will tell us. So anyway, so, uh, I just happened to like connect with her and I was like, has anyone like prayed over your foot or have you been anointed? And. And she said, no. And uh, I'm like... What I'm, were her spirits? Because she's got a broken foot, but you sort of alluded to it. She's got sort of a broken spirit. Because oh, yeah. this is the last week of a summer, eight yeah. weeks of camp. Yeah. And she's not just supposed to be there uh, saying, uh, working on the high ropes course. She's working with middle schoolers or yeah. high schoolers, yeah. trying to get them into their faith. Oh, totally. So she's feeling pretty down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She could not do what she wanted to do for them. She just, she was completely, yeah, set back by it. So she said, no, she hadn't been anointed. She hadn't been prayed over. So I was like, how about I pray over your foot? So we're sitting on this bench outside of the main lodge. And uh, I go get my ritual book. I got my little thing, my oil stock. And uh, so go through the ritual. I anoint your forehead. I anoint your hands. And then part of the, you know, the way you get trained in in the seminary, they say, you know, okay, so you can also anoint the part of the body that is... uh, like, I don't know, like, you need to have shoulder surgery. You can, like, you know, do a little cross okay. on the shoulder or something like that. So I was like, I'm going to also anoint your foot. So she took her foot out of the boot, and she okay. was, like, wincing as she was doing mm. it. Okay? Pain. Pain. Sets her foot down very gingerly on the bench. Clearly, she's, like, guarding it. because it, Where are, where's this taking place? Outside of the main lodge at Catholic Youth Summer Camp. Okay, so it's, you're outside. We are outside. Are people around, or is it just you two? Uh, there were, I mean, there was people kind of like walking in and out, just okay. people, it was, it's not uncommon to see people like praying over people there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no one was like, what are they doing? <laughs> um, yeah. So it was, it was, yeah, out in the public. So, okay. so finish the prayer, anoint her foot. And I just then placed my hand on her foot. And just like in my mind, I just had this image of, um, like all the things being restored. I like, I was trying to visualize what would, it, what would it look like to see a bone like come back together and like, like inflammation and swelling go down. So I just was like silently in my mind, praying over her foot, trying to visualize, ask the Holy Spirit to like heal her. So anyway, I remember thinking at the time, like I remember feeling like, wow, there's like, this is like, like there's a lot of heat happening in Hmm. this moment. 
And so anyway, so I, I finished the prayer and I look at her. I was like, so like, how do you feel? And she's like, I, I think something happened. And she starts telling me that she also felt that heat. And she's like, it just felt really intense. And so like, she starts like rocking her foot back and forth on the bench. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, that's not at all how you just like were gingerly yeah, like, laid it on there. Like yeah. a second ago. And then she swings her feet over over the bench, so she's got both feet down on the ground now, and she's doing the same thing, feet back and forth. Both feet. Both feet. Yeah. Same motion. Same motion. Then she stands up, okay, and starts jumping up and down, okay, on both feet. And then she starts jumping up and down on the previously bo- broken foot. And she's not wincing. She's not wincing. She's not in pain. She's and just what, like are you, what are you I'm thinking? I'm freaked out. I, I, I'm <laughs> totally freaked out. Like, the thought of my mind was, this works? Like, this happens? This doesn't happen. This is happening. So, yeah, so then she literally, she just takes her, her boot, walks over to the dumpster, throws her boot away, and then, like, she's like, oh, I got to go back to my cabin and get my other shoe. So she go gets her shoe and just goes back to the girls. Later that day, I saw her up on the high ropes course. Just completely healed. Like there was, there was no one more freaked out than me in that moment. I just, I, it was unbelievable. It was broken, and then it was not broken. That's all. And I the know. thing that happened in the middle was Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, all right. Two two questions. The first one is, well, you had prayed over people before. Yeah. Okay. So this wasn't your first time praying with right. somebody. You're praying over or anointing. Okay. Uh, now you said you were shocked. So. Yeah. You had faith. Yeah. However, what? Yeah, however, um, I think there was something in the back of my mind that said that, like, just don't expect him to actually do in the real world of today what he, what happened in the Bible. Yeah. Right? That was, like, that, that experience was one of those pivotal moments of my own story and journey just because... Like the theme of that week was, as I look back on it, was just be stupid enough to believe that you can do the things that Jesus says you can do, right? Like, like that was the theme. That was the theme of my own heart. Like as oh, I prayed okay. for the week, right? Okay. Like, that's say, what I, say that again. Be stupid enough to actually believe that you can do the things that Jesus says you can do. Because he did say. Because he said we could do them even greater that, things and greater things, right? Like. I don't think I had actually believed that yet. I mean, I was a priest at this point. I, I, I have prayed over people. I don't think I'd ever prayed with the boldness of like asking for, for, for healing to happen. But the, the, the kind of intense faith that I was witnessing in those missionaries down there was just so, like I said, it was, it was like I was in the Acts of the Apostles with this community. Just like, wow, they really believe this stuff. Yeah. Like, they really believe. Like they're stupid enough to believe that, that God's going to act through them like he said he would. And so like, I just praying over her. It was, it was like, like you said, I did have, I had faith going into it, obviously. Um, but it was shocking to discover like, Oh my gosh, like the God who like split the Red Sea, the God who became flesh, the God who looked at Lazarus and said, come out is still doing these things. Like it just happened. Mm -hmm. Like I just watched it. I just watched a Bartimaeus get up. You know, I just watched it was unbelievable. And he may want to do them more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he may only be waiting for us. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it was the gospel just, I don't know, I think it was a daily mass, but recently they, uh, he goes back to his hometown and he couldn't perform many miracles because 
of their lack of faith, it says. Yeah. Right? Is this not the carpenter's Is son? It? Yeah. We know this guy. He can't do this stuff. He makes good shelves. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, the preconceived notion of Jesus that I had coming into that, like, he just, like, blew it open. He's like, no, no, like, I really... I really can do more than what you think I can do. I'm not who you think I am. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. And, but now certainly before you were ordained and since you have seen spiritual transformations yeah. that we could also, you know, call miraculous. Oh, for sure. Uh, but there was something about this just incarnated miracle. Yeah. Like this yeah. happened to material things in the flesh. Yeah. And what does that say about our God is not just the God of these high ideas and lofty prayers, and he's a spirit up in the right, heavens. Right. What's he doing here right. with the stuff of the earth? He's transforming it, redeeming it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the crazy humility that God, who is also thinking about like the Milky Way galaxy and holding it in being, was also at the same time looking at Victoria's foot and saying, I'm going to heal that right now. Like, yeah. Unbelievable. It was wow. so cool. It was so cool. So, yeah, then the, I mean, a funny story I like to tell, like, the follow-up to that was, like, so I come home from camp, and almost, like, the next day I had to go do an anointing call for someone at the parish, and it was a guy who was dying of, of pancreatic cancer. And uh, so I do the ritual, and, like, as I'm doing it, I'm thinking, like, the last time I did this, like, she was healed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, it just changed the way that I prayed. It changed the yeah. way I, I ministered to this guy. So the guy, I mean, his cancer didn't disappear. He didn't, he wasn't miraculously healed, but it was amazing to watch like the immense peace that this man had after this anointing to watch the way that like, that he faced his own death. Like there, there, his wife told me later, there was a change in him after you, after you left. So like, whether God gives the miracle or not, like grace still happens, you know, grace is still given and, and like maybe the miracle that he needed was just like the miracle of transforming his heart in that moment, not the miracle of taking the tumor. I, I don't know, but I just know that like, that was, a, that was a crazy change the way, like I just changed the way I annoy people. It's like, like I've seen people healed when I do this. So I don't know what's going to happen. Well, you just sort of backed up into it and, and we'll end with this and then, and then you'll lead us out in prayer. But you sort of backed away into the question of why does God answer, right. you know, some prayers, but not others. Yeah. And you, you sort of alluded to it. There's, what does this person need right now most? Yeah. We know what we want most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But God has his idea yeah. of what that person needs most. And perhaps he needed and his family needed him to see and to have that peace. Yeah. That peace for the journey through the door of death into yeah. eternal life, presumably. Uh, you know that, that, that part in the gospel where Jesus talks about, like, uh, what father, when you when the child asks for a fish, would hand his son like a scorpion, scorpion. right? <laughs> You're like, can I have a fish? No, but here's a scorpion. <laughs> That's just what I say. But like, I think so often, like we're very much convinced that we know what we are asking for. Like, I this thing I'm asking for is good, and it's going to benefit me. Why aren't you giving it to me? I'm asking for bread. I'm asking for a fish. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, no, nah, like. Trust me, you think it's bread, you think it's a fish, but what you're actually asking for in the long run with your story, with what what I'm doing with you, it's actually a scorpion. So trust me that what feels like Mm. a scorpion, trust me that it's actually bread. Trust me that it's actually the fish. Trust me that it's actually the egg, right? Mm. Trust me that I know that I am giving you good gifts, even if they don't feel like good gifts. I just think that that's like, I've, I've often thought about that as like when the Lord seems to be saying no, what is he doing? He's actually giving a thing that, like, I, from my perspective, looks like 
a scorpion, but right. in reality, he's, he's, he's or he's keeping further scorpions at bay in the future, right. and protecting us from something. Yeah, amazing. All right. Well, hey, will you uh, lead us in a closing prayer, please? Let's do it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you just all the praise and thanks and glory that you would come so close to us that you would take on our flesh and you would be concerned with our weaknesses, with our sufferings, with our just mortal struggles. Lord, we pray, especially right now, for anybody who is who is asking for that miracle, that, Lord, if it's your will, grant that miracle. For all those who are feeling despair or hopelessness, Lord, work that miracle of uh, faith. Give them a clear vision that you are a good Father and you work all things for the good. And above all, Lord, give us hearts that trust, that trust your providence and your intentions, and that every hair of our heads, every cell of our bodies is known and noticed by you, that nothing is neglected. We trust our hearts to you, Father. We make this prayer in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Patrick, and you're going to be back again to tell us another miracle story that we're actually going to record right now, but you'll see it in another couple weeks. All right, so if you're not subscribed to our podcast, but you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our podcast. And if you're listening on our podcast, but don't know about our YouTube, you can see Father Patrick, and um, uh, you can have both of those channels by which to catch these amazing miracle stories. So until then, God bless you, and we love you so much.